Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the quality podcast, guys. The highest quality podcast in the world. This is it. Right here, right now. Guys, if you're here, right here, right now, you are in the in the very few first people to ever witness this podcast, which means you are my day ones. You are my day ones immediately, which is weird because now I can actually like pay more attention to who the day ones are of the quality podcast because I always get people, you know, messaging me saying, do you remember me? I used to comment on your videos like five years ago and I'm like, crap, I don't. I don't remember you, but now I can remember you because every single person that is tuning into the podcast right now, I can remember. And that is that. Guys, holy crap. I've been wanting to do this for so long and I'm finally doing it because I said, freak it. I said, freak it. I'm doing it. And we're going to do it every Sunday or Monday. I want to do Sundays, but then I also want to do Mondays because I want to be the voice in your ear starting off your Monday. I want to be like, hey guys, good morning. Are you ready for the shittiest Monday you've ever experienced? Because this is it. Or, or every Monday. Every Monday is just shit. It's just shit. There's not a Monday that goes by that is not shit. Good things can happen on Monday and Monday is still shit. That's just how it is. You wake up on Monday morning, you got to get up early, you got to, you know, get to work, get things going. Someone could be like, hey, you just won a million dollars. Here you go. Congratulations. You just won a million dollars. Exciting? No, it was on a Monday. It was on a damn Monday. Okay. (laughs) Nothing, nothing could override the shittiness of a Monday. Now, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, you're chilling. Those days, you can get by those days pretty easily. You're also getting closer to midweek. So hell with it. Hell with it. It's just that Monday, man. It's just waking up on that Monday. Anyway, guys, if you, if you, haven't, um, if you haven't heard on the news yet. Um, okay, first of all, I'm in Los Angeles. I live in Los Angeles. You know, it's been, it's been great up until this point. It's been unbelievable up until this point. So, I live in Los Angeles, and uh, if you haven't heard the news by now, you would know that there has been two earthquakes in Los Angeles within the last 72 hours, okay? The first one was a 6.6 magnitude. I got my laptop here in front of me so I can double check just to make sure that my shit is factual because I'm all about the facts. first one was a 6.6, and the second one was a, hello, don't, not interested, Bye. I hate when those pop-up ads come up and they just take up your entire screen. It just changes the pace of your life. Um, the second one was a 7.1 magnitude earthquake. Okay, 7.1. Now, on the scale of things, um, let's type in earthquake here. Earthquake scale. So, what you got here tells you the magnitude of the earthquake and what the possible risks or damages are. Now, I just had the scale open, and it decided to disappear on me. Hello! Excuse me. Sorry, just uh, just ranting a little bit here. They had the earthquake scale. Can I just get the scale, dude? What is wrong with you people? Jesus. Okay, here we go. We have, oh my god, and that is the wrong scale. Hello? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Earthquake scale. The Richter magnitude 
and the earthquake effects, okay? You got a zero to two on the Richter, not felt by people. Well, then who, who is it? Who is it? Sup? You're bringing me food? Oh my God! You're just, guys. My brother, my brother is bringing me breakfast. Would you oh, look you, at that? What you doing in here? Yeah, it, we're we're live. Are you live right now? Get get it, get your ASMR ass out of here. Nobody wants that. I have to at least once. Thank you for the breakfast, you're dude. You're very welcome. Uh, I'm gonna the studio if you need me. Okay. Yes, Hope you guys enjoy me chewing for the next hour. <laughs> All right. So, who is it felt by? That's what I want to know. It is a 0.2 on the Richter scale. Not felt by people. Then who? Is it felt by insects? So we have to, so they're, they're probably panicking. They're probably freaking, no wonder we, dude, if it's not felt by people, then who? Okay. Zero to two. That's a zero to two on the Richter. Two to three felt, felt little by people. Okay. So that's where you just kind of like, oh, that's cute. Little rock. That's it. Tiny. To where you would barely feel it, okay? You would barely feel it. Two to three, felt little by people. Three to four, ceiling lights swing. Don't have ceiling lights, so I wouldn't know. Never had that feeling before, okay? Four to five, walls crack. Now, see, this is where you start to reevaluate your living situation. You know what I mean? Like, these are, <laughs> these are the points. These are the points where you're like, you know, do I need to live in Los Angeles? Or can I live literally anywhere else on the planet and be fine? <laughs> Walls crack out of four to five on the Richter. Five to six. Furniture moves. Hello? Hello. If I start to see my furniture move, I'm out. I am out. There ain't no stopping me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out. If I see furniture moving, what... What other, I'm leaving the country. I'm leaving the country, all of the US. I will move to Canada where I grew up and I was raised and never felt an earthquake in my entire life, okay? Five to six is furniture move. Six to seven people, some buildings collapse. Six to seven buildings collapse! Hello! Six to seven buildings collapse. So I don't know if you were paying attention to the very beginning of the podcast where I said that we had a 6.6 on the Richter scale. We had a 6.6. Buildings collapse? 6.6. 6 to 7, some buildings collapse. Okay? So that was the first one. We had a 6.6 on the Richter. Um, I slept through it. My brother actually told me in the afternoon, after we had a 6.6 .6 on the Richter scale earthquake, he comes up to me and he says, yo, dude, we had an earthquake this morning. And I was like, word, we did? And he was like, yeah, my whole bedroom was shaking. <laughs> he said, my whole bedroom was shaking. The TV was shaking. My clothes in my closet were swaying back and forth. You see me, I'm a heavy sleeper, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's good because I can sleep through literally anything. You put me on a flight for 14 hours, I sleep through the whole thing, start to finish. Hour one to hour 14, I'm unconscious. You can't talk to me, okay? Now, the, <laughs> the bad part about that is, is I will be sleeping through anything. 
If I can sleep through a 14-hour flight, which I've done before, I've literally woken up once on a 14-hour flight to go to the bathroom, went back to my seat, and passed out again for the rest of the flight. You sleep through earthquakes, okay, ladies and gentlemen? And that's what happened to me. I slept through the earthquake. Um, my brother, should he have woken me up to come uh, to tell me that we were having an earthquake? I think so. Instead, what did he do? He filmed it on Instagram and uploaded it to his story. Millennials, right? I'm a millennial. I didn't film it. I was sleeping. So we had a 6.6. I slept through it, okay? That's some buildings collapse. Hello? Now, what we did have, okay, and I was conscious for this one, was we had a 7.1, okay? Now, on the Richter scale, 7 to 8 is many buildings destroyed. <laughs> many buildings destroyed from 7 to 8. We had a 7.1 and I felt it. So what happened was is I was sitting in my, in my office and all of a sudden... I was on my computer, I'm doing, I'm working, doing some things. And then I just felt like swaying, like back and forth, like not too drastically, but I felt it to where I was like, whoa, am I, am I feeling dizzy? Maybe I should get something to eat. But then I turned around and my brother was sitting at the desk next, the desk next to me at the, in my office. And he was already looking at me. So he had already realized it and hadn't said anything again. He was going to leave me there to die again just staring at me didn't tap me on the shoulder wasn't like hey dude uh you feel that our house is swaying back and forth no we i turned to him and i looked at him we made eye contact and as i was looking him dead in the face the monitor of the computer that he was on was behind his face i'm looking him dead in the face and the monitor behind him is swaying back and forth to where like he's there still in the frame just looking at him he's not moving but the monitor behind him was shaking back and forth. I've never got up and, and moved so quickly, okay? I got up. I literally looked at my brother. I'm like, dude, grab Stu. I'll grab Henry. Guys, Stu and Henry, they're my cats, if you hadn't noticed that, right? Stu and Henry, grab them. We got to get out. So we literally started moving quickly because this was happening, guys. You don't understand. <laughs> this shit was actually happening. I've never felt an earthquake before. Okay, I didn't even think they were real. You know when, you, when you've never experienced something? It's clearly real. It's obviously real. You never experience something, but the second it happens, then you believe it, and then it's too late at that point. That was me. I'm taking a sip of my water. Here we go. Try this ASMR out. Mm. Mm. So, the building's swaying, right? We grab the cats and I'm in complete shock because I'm like, well, this is actually happening. We're, we're, in a, we're in the middle of an earthquake. Now, I also didn't understand the Richter scale yet, which is, you know, now I know. Now I know that we're in the many buildings destroyed area. We're not, we're not in La La Land no more. You know what I mean? We're not in the zero to two magnitude where it's not felt by people. You know, it's nice and safe. No, we're, we're in the many buildings destroyed so this is where my head's at, right? Like we grab the cats, we run outside. Guys, I run outside. I got one cat in my, eye, in my arms. My brother's got my other cat. We're standing on the street, right? Because I'm like, I want to get away from everything as, as quickly as possible. Just in case, you never know. I'm standing on the street and car alarms are going off. Car alarms are going off. Like 
I thought that I was in World War Z. I'm standing in the middle of the street in this car. Lines, eh, 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 people, I, I, I live close to a mall and I see cars and people just pouring out of this mall. Pouring out of it. World War Z. And I'm standing in the middle of the street with my pussy. Cat. Standing in the middle of the street with my pussy. Okay? Cat. Like a freaking moron. The least prepared. Look, stuff, shit's about to go down and I'm holding a cat in the middle of the street. Yeah. Survival? No. No survival there. You got a cat in your hand. Okay? I'm, that's the only thing I could think of. And that's what makes, you know, made me realize that I'm a good human. Is that I didn't grab anything else. My house was shaking to the point where I thought it was all going to come down. I didn't grab my watches. I didn't grab my wallet. I didn't grab, you know, cash. I didn't grab anything. I grabbed my pussy. I grabbed my pussy. Okay, cat. And I took him out to the street. Okay? You want to know why? Because that's a living, breathing animal. I'm going to save him. Am I going to let him go down with the house? No. That would be terrible. So, it was the, mo the most godlike feeling I've ever experienced in my life. Like, things were shaking. The street. I'm standing out on the middle of the street, which is a concrete surface. It's surface. It's not supposed to move, right? When you're standing on a street, that's when you know that you are, you know, you're, you're solidified. You're, you're stagnant. You're not moving. I'm standing in the middle of the street, swaying on the street. I'm watching the, the, I'm watching the earth move. Crazy. Crazy. Now, apparently, they're saying that we're definitely going to have another one at some point which I'm hoping happens during this podcast so we can document it, right? <laughs> am I right or am I right? Content, thumbnail, title for YouTube? Hell yeah. So we're supposed to have another one. Um, but there's a one of 20 chance. There's a one in 20 chance that we're going to have something bigger than a, than a seven. Okay. Now, eight and up, right? Which were only one Richter off. We had a 7.1. Eight and up. Total destruction of buildings, bridges, and roads. Oh, yeah? Hey, I'm going to get on the... the where's, where is Elon... Where's Elon Musk? I'm going to get on the next ship, the next spaceship, out of here. I'm leaving, okay? That's what's going to happen. I'm leaving immediately. Not the country, the planet. I'm going to live on another planet, okay? Which I'm, <laughs> which I'm hoping doesn't have earthquakes. <laughs> And potentially they might because it's a planet. And all these planets have very similar... Listen, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what I'm talking about. They don't have... I don't know what the, what the hell I'm talking about. But I'm just leaving. I'm leaving it all. Leaving it all behind. Guys, wish me luck. I'm leaving forever. Okay? Jeez. It's been crazy. It has been crazy. It scared the hell out of me. There are so many people <laughs> that <laughs> weren't worried about earthquakes before that are now sh buying gallons of water. Amazon Prime. You know how many earthquake survival kits I just bought on Amazon Prime? Like $700 worth of earthquake survival kits, okay? I already have my survival kit because I'm a survivalist, which a lot of people don't know. I'm, that's just who I am inside. I'm always prepared for anything. I do have my turn kits. I do have my massive bag that can keep me alive for the next three years. Um... I'm a survivalist. I have seeds. 
I have seeds, okay? I have seeds that will keep me alive for the next three years that I can plant and harvest and grow crop and survive if the world ends, right? That's just where I'm at. So Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime has never had more earthquake sales <laughs> in their entire life than just now. They just had so many damn earthquake sales for, for earthquake survival kits through the roof. Could only imagine through the damn roof. They're selling everything. Hell, just me alone. I spent like $700 on earthquake survival kits, you know, because I want to survive the earthquake. Okay. So after my brother told me the first time I was scared um, because I was like, whoa, I slept through that kind of word. Second time, the 7.1 magnitude when my entire house was shaking. I was like, okay, this is, this is scary, but also it's kind of cool. And I get a little excited about it. Um, now I'm just full blown excited. Now I'm like, I can't focus on anything else other than these earthquakes. I'm just sitting down all day long. Like, wait, did you feel, did you feel that? Hey, is it, is it happening? It's ha It's not happening. Crap. Wait, did you feel that? Did you feel that? No. It's just my imagination. Okay, cool. I'm literally waiting for earthquakes to happen. That's how excited I am. I've never felt anything like that in my life. And until you feel it, then that's when you'll know. Okay? When you feel it, you'll know. And you'll feel what I feel inside. It'll be the most exhilarating feeling in your life. And you'll be like, listen, I don't even care if the world ends. This is amazing. And that's how I felt. No, <laughs> didn't care about anything anymore. Just care about the earthquakes. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on in my life. Um, surviving earthquakes. And eating, uh, and eating breakfast at 4 p.m. Special thanks to my brother for making me these beautiful eggs. This is unbelievable. Look at this. Oh, God. See? I can't not have eggs. Eggs is the only breakfast food that I will have every single day for the rest of my life. And enjoy it just as much. You know what I mean? I've never not enjoyed eggs. I don't think anyone has ever not enjoyed eggs. Now, if you're eating eggs at 8 p.m., you probably didn't enjoy them. If you're having eggs for breakfast, you probably enjoyed them, okay? You have a little egg in there. You dip a little toast. You know what I mean? That's just it. Sorry, guys. I really, <laughs> really don't want to be eating on the podcast, but... It is uh, 4 p.m. I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm freaking out. My body's shutting down. Okay? So let me survive. Damn, this whole podcast is about surviving. I'm clearly not doing a good job. As I haven't eaten. And to survive, you need to eat. Okay? Fun fact of the day. If you want to survive, you need to eat. Food. Okay? Look at that. Just like that. Finish my eggs. That's another thing too, is like, you don't eat for so long, and then you're like, after you eat it, literally took you five minutes. Because sometimes I'll delay eating just because I don't want to like waste time, you know what I mean? If I'm on the move, if I'm on the run, I'm like, you know what, not screw eating right now, I, 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 need, to, I need to do what I got to do, you know? Whatever it is that I got to do. But then the second you eat, you're like, well, that took five minutes, and it nourished my body. 
and now I'm healthy and ready to function for the rest of the day without suffering and my body shutting down. What else is going on? Jeez. I just moved into my new place not that long ago, and there is stuff everywhere. Literal stuff everywhere. Never moving again. I always say that. I've moved probably seven times since I've moved to Los Angeles. Every time I move, I say I'm never moving again. I end up moving. Fun fact. I end up moving every time. I think it's because I get bored. I always need a, a, a change of scenery. You know? I need to see something new. I don't want to do it that often, you know, because movers, they cost a lot of money. My movers that I hired to help me move from my old place to my new place cost me $4,000. That's a lot of money. Don't need to spend that on movers. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't that, that doesn't never need to happen. You never need to spend $4,000 on movers. And the sad thing is I've done it seven times since I've lived in Los Angeles. So good to know that just single-handedly, I am keeping moving companies alive just by myself and all the other money that they make from all the other people that are moving houses, that's extra. They get to go to Bora Bora and vacation and travel the world with that. All they have to do is look to me to pay their bills and then the rest of the money that they generate from helping people move to different houses, that's just extra cash. That is just extra cash. Um, what else is going on? I am grinding, grinding right now. Um, I've been wanting to start shooting short films because I, um, feel like I've been using 2% of my, um, brain to create content lately and I am superior, superior. I am the greatest to ever live and the scripts that I've written deserve Oscars. So I'm going to be, um, filming short films because, you know, I didn't train three years pursuing acting to uh, make YouTube videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm going to also be doing both. I want to be uh, acting as well as, you know, doing my regular shtick and the fun stuff because I know you guys love it. But yeah, I've been, I've been writing like crazy. Excuse me, God. Where are your manners, you stupid asshole? I've been writing like crazy because I have a lot on my mind and I have... Um, um, a lot of scripts that I've written and short films that I've written that have been sitting for the last like three years And that's the problem dude is you got to do things You know what I mean? And I've been the last person to take my own advice because the advice that I give everybody all the time is Don't be lazy do it. You know, I don't want to hear your ideas I don't want to hear you know the, the things that you want to do and, and the things that you're struggling to do Just find a way to do it and do it And that's why I'm that's why I feel like I am where I'm at because you know when I was auditioning and um training as an actor back in Canada, I needed to find a way to get myself out there because the competition, fierce. So I started making vines. Did I make two vines a day? I made two vines a day, every single day. And then coming on Instagram, coming on Facebook, coming on YouTube, I've made over 3,500 videos. That's a lot. Holy crap, that's a lot when you think about it. I calculated it the other day. On all of my platforms, I've made over 3,500 videos in the last five years. 3,500 videos that I've starred in, that I've edited, that I've produced, you know, that I've even filmed. I've done it all. And then the sad part is, is I haven't put that same amount of energy and time into the acting thing, which I have to do, right? Like, I gotta take my own advice and not be lazy and do it. So that's what I've been up to. I've been doing that, grinding like crazy getting all that stuff situated, 
working with producers, trying to get these things off the ground and get them going because I'm just super excited for you guys to see the things that I do outside of what I regularly do. You know what I mean? That's just facts. Because a lot of people, that's a, that's a scary thing. Social media can like paint such a picture of somebody that you think that you know everything about them and you actually know the least about them. You know what I mean? Which is scary. Which is why I wanted to start this podcast is because there's a lot. There's a lot that I have to say. There's a lot that I want to talk about that I'm not talking about presently that I should be talking about. So I'm talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here talking about it. Surviving the earthquakes. <sighs> That's my life. Earthquake survival Christian. That's me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need anyone to help you survive an earthquake, all you have to do is call this number. I was literally about to say my number, and I just realized that if I said my number, I would have leaked my number. I was literally just about to say it. Didn't even think twice about it until I was about to say the number. Just call this number. 413-724-4324. And that's me. No, don't call that number. I just literally made that up. That's not my number. Whoever's number that is... That's probably not even a real number. You know when you just say a bunch of numbers? I've tried that before. I've literally just typed in a random number in my phone and I call, This number is not in service. Please try again. And that's what you get. Oh my god, I used to prank all people back in the day so much it was crazy. It's bad. Don't ever do that again, Christian. Okay? Awesome. In other news, do you guys ever just like going on Twitter now? Because Twitter just either covers really important things or absolute shit. It covers either like literally the most important things that are happening around the world or it covers shit. It either covers, you know, things that we actually need to be paying attention to and talking about and sharing and debating or it covers YouTube drama. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's the two worlds. It's either, hey, there was a mass shooting and we need to start, you know, implementing some serious gun laws or YouTubers break up. Hello? You guys can't find anything else to cover in like the two, that like two day period. I'm sure there's, there's much more interesting things or important things that we should be covering. Look at this. Like literally open up Twitter. Five officers reportedly asked to leave a Starbucks for making customers feel unsafe. Ah, the incident, which took place in Tempe, Arizona, on July 4th, sparked a discussion about police officers and their relationship to the communities they serve. Dude, what do you mean sparked a discussion? This has been a discussion for how long? How long have we been talking about this? It's not all of them, right? Like, I can't bash all of them. It's not all officers. There are good officers out there. Now, that being said, me living life in Los Angeles and exploring the world as I have for the last five years, I do feel like I'm fairly wise and can touch on such subjects. There are a lot of very egotistical people out there, right? The ego, the most dangerous thing you could possibly have. There are a lot of ego egotistical people out there that literally their lives thrive on ego. It's all about how powerful they are, what they have on over you, et cetera, et cetera. And officers, not all of them, but I would say the fair majority of them have very large egos. Don't know what they went through growing up, you know? Don't know what they, if they got bullied. Don't know what their life was up until that point, but 
they became an officer of the law. Which is what you should definitely not do if you have an ego. Do not become an officer of the law. Because I don't need you to come up, you know, to pull me over for nothing, you know? And which is funny is because I just know, I, I've studied so much about our rights and I know what police officers are entitled to and what they can and cannot do. Police officer will pull up to your car. Can I see your license and registration, please, sir? Pull me over just because I'm driving a nice car and because I look young. Like, I, I've never got a speeding ticket. I've never got a parking ticket, okay? I obey the law as such. And I get pulled over. Can I see license and registration? I'm like, sir, why am I being pulled over? Well, you know, you, uh, you were speeding back there. Oh, really? I was speeding. How fast was I going? Well, you were doing, you were going fairly quick. Oh, perfect. Can I see your radar? Cause you have to have a radar, right? Of me going really fast because then how else would you pull me over? He goes, oh, you know, no, I, I, I actually didn't radar you, but I just noticed that you were, you know, coming by really quickly. And I said, well, officer, I was doing the speed limit because I knew what I was going. I looked at my speedometer. I was going the speed limit. Oh, okay. Well, can I have your license and registration anyway? No, you can't. You have to have probable cause. You can't just pull me over, okay? So that leads me to think you're pulling me over because I'm just a young guy driving a nice car, which is you're just being a dick at that point. Like you literally have no reason to pull me over. You're just pulling me over because you want to, right? And because you're on a power trip. Don't have a power trip, okay? You're here to protect and serve. Serve and protect and then go home, right? The same way that I, you know, make content online and then don't go in public and start chaos, I stay at home, you know? I do my service. I love what I do. I do it. I provide content, I provide entertainment, and then I go home. I don't be disruptive about it, okay? So officers out there, if you're listening, love all the love in the world from me to you. If you have an ego, figure your shit out. If you don't and you're a great officer and you're nice to people and you're there to protect and serve, keep doing what you're doing. All the love in the world from me. If you're not, protect and serve and go the F home, dude. Go back to your wife, go back to your family, go back to your kids. And enjoy your time. That's all. That's all I got to say. Now, I could only possibly imagine what these officers did. There was five of them. To make people feel uncomfortable to where the employees of Starbucks had to say, Hey, do you guys mind leaving? Because you're scaring the shit out of everyone in here trying to drink coffee. Like, what the fuck? What could they possibly have done? I'm actually so curious. What they could have possibly done to have to a have people have to ask for you to leave. <laughs> Jesus. Christian. Manners. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, six police officers stopped at a Starbucks on July 4th before their shift and were approached by a barista who said a customer did not feel safe because their presence asked them to either remove themselves from the customer's line of sight or leave wait what they didn't feel safe because of their presence and asked them to either remove themselves from the customer's line of sight or leave um okay what does that mean spokesperson for starbucks told usa today that the company 
was gathering details about the incident and has reached out to the Tempe Police Department. Dump, hashtag Dump Starbucks started trending on Twitter after news surfaced that a barista at a Tempe, Arizona store reportedly asked police officers to leave because they were making customers feel uncomfortable. But what were they doing? That's what I want to know, dude. Like, this is such clickbait BS. All these news outlets, dude, they just take the title and the thumbnail and then do like nothing about it. They don't give you any background on what 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 they're talking about. Oh my god, this is so annoying. I just want to freaking know exactly what happened and if you're going to cover the news, if you're going to cover the news, cover the freaking news. Oh my god. Yeah, Twitter news is hilarious, dude. I love Twitter news. You just find some of the greatest things on there. Animal Crossing's vacation juice has people thinking it's something else. Hello? What is... <laughs> Why is this on the news? Uh, okay. North Korea says Australian student Alex Sigley was spying. Dude, North Korea is on some next level... Next level shoes right now. We don't even need to get involved in that. Oh, God. Well, I hope you guys are having an amazing day already. I am so far. Because I'm here on this podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Excuse me. I swallowed some air. I just want people to spread love. You know what I mean? Hey, have fun, man. Have fun. You know? Have fun. Live your life. Be reckless. Be fearless. Be all of those things. Go to Coachella. You know what I mean? But also spread love. You know? We gotta be there for people. We have to be there for people. Especially right now. You know? It's it's important. We can't just be out here, you know, free-for-alling. This isn't, this isn't a free-for-all Call of Duty death match. You know what I mean? It's not a death match. We're, we're living on a planet together. We're in need of it. You know what I mean? We're, we're in the most need of love than I feel like we've ever been in our lives. It's crazy. It's crazy how many assholes there are on this planet. Hello? Ah. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude, if you're out there walking around thinking you're the shit, ah, uh, dude, I hope you... I hope you fall in a hole. You know what I mean? Hope you fall in a hole and you take 35 years to come out of it. So that everybody else that hasn't fallen in the hole has time to, you know, be cool with each other. Guys, I literally, I literally was at the grocery store yesterday and I, and I always hold the door for people. You know what I mean? Because for me, it's just common courtesy and it's just doing something. Nobody asked for it, obviously. Nobody asked for you to hold the door for them, you know? I don't go out, you know, going to the grocery store and someone holds the door for me and say, hey, I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't ask you to do that. Let go of the door. Let, hey, let go of the freaking door. Let me let go of the door. Nobody asked, right? No one asked you to to hold the door open for the, for you. But I was um I held the door open for um a lot of people. You know I I was the first to the door. 
you know, you know when you're like walking out of a walking from a parking lot to the store and you got like a whole army of people marching behind you like freaking Santa Claus parade, you know, everyone's there, you know, on a mission, but you're leading the pack and you just feel, you know. No, what's the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, theme song? That's what I hear every time I'm leading the pack at a grocery store. Um, anyway, so I'm leading the pack, and there's probably about like four or five people behind me, and they're fairly close. You know, I'm not leading by a long shot to where I can get through the door and like not have to, you know, even look back. You know, the person behind me would, you know, understand. Yeah, you know, I was about 15 steps back, so he didn't have to stand there. No, they were right behind me. So. I'm walking to the door and I hold the door open and I think it was only the first person. The first person literally looked at me and just said, thank you. Okay. I'm like, awesome. I got you, dude. That's why I'm here. Cause I got you. I hold the door for you. You don't have to even touch the door. I got it. And the rest of the people that were behind me just walked through. <laughs> Didn't say a thing. Didn't even look at me. Didn't even acknowledge that I was standing there. Like, walked right through. I'm holding the door, and they just... Walked right through. Didn't even acknowledge me. Didn't even acknowledge the human, you know, with a beating heart. Just standing there. Hello? Hello? At least just look up and smile. You know what I mean? Like, just look up and say, mm, 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 mm. that's all. Just look up and smile at me. You know, I held the door. You know, I took, I took an extra, you know, 45 seconds out of my day to hold the door for, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Not even a smile. And it just makes me realize, like, what is going on in these people's heads? Now, when I look at that, like... Immediately, because I, I am the most depressed and, and anxious person. I th overthink everything. But I also, like, I don't overthink things to where it's, like, it, it's detrimental, it hurts. I overthink things where, to the point where I'm, like, doing, like, science and math in my head. Where I'm, like, breaking this stuff down. Where I'm, like, you know, for example, there was five people, right? Here we go. We're going to get into this. Really, There was five people, right? I held the door for five people, okay? Out of the five people, one person acknowledged me, looked up and smiled at me and said, thank you. Out of about five people, one of them did. That means there were four left over. Now, the other four people that were out of those five people, out of those four people, how did they differentiate from each other? They didn't. They all did the exact same thing. Those four people walked right in, didn't even acknowledge my existence, didn't even say thank you, just walked right in. So now out of five people, one person actually acknowledged a human being. So that means one in five people care about people. <laughs> you know? And I do that stuff all the time. I do those experiments in my head all the time. Because then it like makes me realize, like if I'm in a crowd of people, how many of these people would actually, you know, help in a situation if something were to happen, right? Now I know that I have to be one of the people. I have to be one of the five. And I always have been, but now I know that I'm, I am that person. I am that guy, right? And we need more people like that. So guys, like, you know, if you're listening and if you could learn anything from me, you know, just smile at people, smile at people, say, thank you. Be, be that one person, right? Like, even if you're in a group of 10 people and, and I've experienced this before, you're in a group of 10 people, 
all the 10 people are cool as freak, dude. You know what I mean? Like, they're just the, the, the fucking shit, dude. Cool dogs. And you don't want to look, you know, not cool. You don't ever want to look not cool. When you're in a crowd of cool people, that's the last thing you think about. You're like, I need to look as cool as possible for as long as possible. Survival of the coolest. If you're in a group of 10 people, right? And someone's doing something, you know, that's out of line. You got to step in, say something, you know, do the opposite. You don't have to go against them, right? Like I'm me saying thank you to someone for holding the door. I'm not going against the other four people. I'm just doing my part as a human being and saying thank you to someone that did something for me. And I didn't even ask. You know what I mean? Oh man, it just sucks, you know, because you want, you want the best for people. And then again, the biggest lesson that I've learned is you can't help everybody. You just can't, you can't help everybody. You know, people need to want to help themselves. If you can't help everybody, then don't help. You know, what you can do is like, you know, the most cliche thing to say, but it's the truth and it's what I've learned. And I've seen, you know, it's like I said earlier, when, it, when an earthquake happens, you don't believe in earthquakes until it happens. And then you're like, holy shit, we got to get the fuck out of here right now. That awakening <laughs> that happened with the earthquake happened with me, with, um, with love, you know, because I realized that leading by example is like the most important thing you can do is if no one else is going to do it, lead by example, right? But don't go out of your way to help people. You can only do so much. You can only help people so much. And then there comes the point where you hit that brick wall where it's like the rest is up to them, you know? So that's my story about going into, uh, going into Target and, uh, or wherever I was. I don't even remember where I was. The grocery store, Trader Joe's, maybe something like that grocery store. And nobody said thank you to me except for that one person who I remember their face, you know, I remember their face. And if I were to see them again, I'd be like, Hey, I remember that one time you said thank you to me when I held the door open for you and the other four people didn't. And I appreciate that. Thank you. I would say that to them. Facts. You know? But yeah, well, holy crap. It is getting hot in Los Angeles, guys. If you're planning to visit Los Angeles, you know, like if you want to come and have the real experience in Los Angeles, now's the time because we have heat and earthquakes. You get two for one. It is hot. If you're trying to, you know, do like the whole beach thing, you want to come out, hike, do all that cool stuff. Now's the time to do it. Um, there you go. Los Angeles tourism board. I just sold one ticket. One person's coming here because there's earthquakes happening. God, what if an earthquake happened right now? What if an earthquake happened right now while we're on this podcast? That would be epic, dude. You would just hear me screaming in the background. Literally. You would just hear me screaming in the background it would go like this it would go like this this would be the podcast it'd be like yo yeah guys so you know we're you know working on some things and i've been you know writing a lot of stuff and holy it's happening it's happening get your shit get the bags pack the bags get the cats we need to get things down we gotta get out of here now before this house comes down holy shit Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus.
That's exactly what you would hear. And I would still upload the podcast because that would be funny as shit. That would be funny as shit. <laughs> you know what else I was laughing at too? <laughs> Talking about what is in my hair, man? Or what is in my mouth? Hair? Dude, that's the only thing about cats, man. The freaking hair. You can't get away from it. I get hairballs. I'm not licking hair. I get hairballs. I have to clean hair out of my mouth. Literally. I have to scrape hair out of my mouth. You know, I never thought when I, when I got cats that, you know, they would have this much hair. Didn't think about it. My friends had cats. I never, you know, was overwhelmed by the hair. But it changes when you live with them. Because once you live with them, you live with them. Literally. They sleep in your bed. They watch TV with you on your couch. They eat where you eat. They go to the bathroom in your bathroom. They are literally existing in your house. They are living in your house. So you got to suffer the consequences. You got to suffer the poop. You got to suffer the hair. You got to suffer the screaming at 3 a.m. Because my cats come into my room at 3 a.m. without fail and just... And I'm like, dude, what could you possibly want? It's 3 a.m. Go to sleep. They're actual rodents. For real, they're actual rodents. You know? Like, that's an animal that you're living with. Which I love, by the way. I love it. My, my life goal would be to rescue and save exotic cats. I've just been so into that the last like three years of my life, obsessed with it. Cause I just think there's something so awesome about like a person having a relationship with, um, with an animal. Like, think about that, you know, like we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to like have relationships. Technically we exist, you know, in parallel universes, they live their lives, you know, in forests and jungles and where whatnot. And we live in cities. So we're never supposed to cross paths. It's actually almost impossible for us to cross paths with a lion unless you're literally walking in the desert in Africa. And at that point, what are you doing with your life? If you come across a lion by accident, <laughs> yeah! if you come across a lion by accident, what are you doing with your life? You know, you got to figure your shit out. If you come across a lion unintentionally, I don't know what to say. That's bad. But yeah, we're not supposed to exist with, you know, with them. We exist alongside them. But I was always just obsessed with that. I love the fact that like, you know, my cats like look at me. I'm a giant. They look at me like I'm like their family. They look at me like I'm their family. And I'm a giant. You know, and they're these little things just running around in the wild, right? If I were to run, come across that, any of these cats in the wild, you wouldn't get within 10 feet of them. You know that they would sprint. You ever seen a cat react to a scary noise? They hear that shit. They're like out fast, you know, they don't even do like, and that's crazy that they come to me. They walk up to me, this giant, like they walk up to me, scream at me and grab my leg and, 
And it's like, dude, we were never supposed to come in contact with each other. So I think that's just awesome because it shows that we can, you know, we can have relationships with animals and like share love with a freaking animal. That's awesome. I love that so much. Oh, yeah. The hairballs don't get old. Never gets old. My cat actually just threw up on my clothes last night. Literally on my clothes. I have some dirty clothes on the floor because I got to do laundry. And he threw up literally all over my clothes, on my, on my favorite pair of jeans, on my favorite shirt. I was about to go to bed and I was walking into my room and I looked down at my clothes and I was like, oh God, there's laundry. So much fun. Am I right or am I right? And then I looked closer and I realized there was a pile of shit on my favorite shirt. Just plopped right on it. And I literally looked at it and I was like, wait, what is that? And it was a hairball, but it's not, you know, as pleasant as that sounds, a hairball. Why would they call it hairball anyway? Hello? Who invented the name hairball? Hairball? Hairball, okay? If you look at what a hairball looks like compared to a, a real hairball, you know, quote unquote, cat term, they look completely different, okay? A hairball is a ball of hair. Nothing really that gross about it other than the fact that it is a ball of hair. And there is a, a shit, diarrhea, vomit, and hair concoction. What do we call that? Let's call it a hairball. Am I right, guys, or am I right? Hello? How are you going to call that a hairball? It looks like somebody just threw up on my floor, then shit on top of it. And then came in, you know, and salt bathed some hair on it. You know? Sprinkled some hair on it. Oh, that's just a hairball. No, it's not. It's not a hairball. It's definitely not a hairball. <laughs> People, dude. People coming up with these stupid names. You know, that's that's just one thing that's getting on my nerves right now is the names that we're that we're naming children. Okay? What are we naming kids now? Like, let's just look this up. Ridiculous names given to kids. Let's just see what comes up. Oh, God. Here we go. You guys ready for these? Oh, my God. 61 of the worst names parents actually gave their kids. Here we go. I mean, no, these are just ridiculous names. It said banana. <laughs> oh, my God. It said banana. Who, okay, it's not that ridiculous. Come on. Nobody's naming their damn kid banana. Okay, here we go, right? Like, now, this is like a trend. What I hate about this stuff is, like, we're moving so far away from reality and everything's becoming a trend. Everything's becoming, like, what is, what is cool, you know? And I get it for some things, right? Like for fashion, cool. You want to start a fashion trend, cool. You want to wear, you know, a baseball helmet and that's a fashion trend. It dies in six months, cool. We never have to see it again, fine, whatever. You want to wear a bulletproof vest <laughs> as a fashion trend, cool. Wear a bulletproof vest, dude. Like let it out of your system if that's what, you know, 
If that's what makes you feel cool, do it. Wear a, a freaking bulletproof vest. But now when we're talking about names, you know, that trend doesn't go away in six months. You're, you're naming a child for the rest of its life, a name that could potentially damage them in the future, you know, because no one wants to be named Banana. Because then you're getting things confused, right? Yo, dude, could you pa pass me a banana? Or <laughs> pass me, pass me the banana? Wait, me? Are you talking about me? No, the, the, oh, God damn it. Not you, banana, the fruit, banana. Or a banana's not even a fruit. What is a banana? Isn't it a plantain? Oh my God. Is a, is a, man. what is a banana? <laughs> well, live on podcast, guys, here, we just figured out that I am borderline an idiot. Herb is a plant whose stem does contain all the banana trees are therefore not trees. They are plants and should be perhaps called banana herbs. Wow. So a banana is a herb. Would you get a load of that? Damn. Touche. Anyway, here are some of the most ridiculous names that are, that people are naming their kids, which I think, hey, stop it immediately because this is going to, you know. Just ruin everything. Sansa. Game of Thrones appears to be inspiring many funny sounding baby names. Sansa is one of them. Sansa's in Game of Thrones. Never watch Game of Thrones, guys. Don't roast me, please. For the love of God, don't roast me. Never seen it. <coughs> that water. You know, it's, it's you're bringing some excess, you know, gas and stuff. Xavian. X-Z-A-Y-V-I-A-N. Make your kid's name harder to spell, why don't you? You know, anywhere in the world that you have to tell someone your name and they have to spell it. Hey, uh, welcome. Welcome to the, uh, wherever the hell that we would require your name. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, it's, uh, Xavian. Oh, is it now? Okay, perfect, Xavian. And, um, uh, go ahead and tell me how to spell that real quick. It's um, W-W-X-Y-X-Z-A-Y-Y-A-Y-V-I-Y-A-I-Y-A-3-N. I'm sorry, did you just say three? Like the number three? Yes, that is correct. Okay, hold on a second. So you're telling me that your name has a number in it, the number three. That is correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> Could you repeat that one more time? It's because I got lost after the seventh character. Sir James. Oh my God. That is a name. That is a name, guys. And it's not Sir Space James. Like, you know, oh, Sir James, do you mind helping me out in the corridors? No, it's Sir James. One word, one name. S-I-R-J-A-M-E-S. -E Sir James. That is a name. Audi. Someone, the parents have gifted the name of their favorite car brand to their baby. Is there any better example of brand loyalty? Someone named their kid Audi? Oh, shit. Adeline. Cool. Yes, there is nothing wrong with the feminine name Adeline, but how can anyone name his boy, his baby boy Adeline? We can only hope that it is a clerical error. I mean, guy and girls have, you know, guy and girl names. It's not that big of a deal. Levac. Leve. Leve. Neve. Heaven spelled backwards. Neve. Who? See, this is where these like trends need to stop because people are getting a little too excited. 
hey, uh, we should name our baby, like, name him, hmm, name her Heaven, but that's too much. What's Heaven spelled backwards? Neve. Oh, I love that. Let's name our baby Neve. Oh, yeah, Neve. That'll be it. Hello. Now they're doing Love. Which is taking heaven spelled backwards, but removing the N and replacing it with an L. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, that's what's happening around the world. You know, these trends are ruining everything. I have a cold. Jesus, how did I get a cold? All right, guys. Well, that wraps up the podcast. Jeez, thank you guys for tuning in to the first ever quality podcast. Featuring your boy himself, Christian De La Flaga. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to tune into the podcast. I want to be uploading every Monday, but then Mondays are poopy days. And I like Sundays because Sundays are weekends and you could have fun. But let's just do Sundays. Let's do every Sunday for now. You know, get the get the ball rolling. And then I'll listen to your guys' feedback. You tell me like when you'd rather listen to the podcast. If you'd rather listen to it like midweek, like if you're, you know, on your Sunday, you're jam-packed and you're having fun and you're doing things then maybe don't listen to it on a Sunday. Maybe you want to listen to it on your way to work or when you're doing things or while you're working. And that might be on a Monday. So if you want them on Mondays, I will take note and listen to all of your feedback. Okay? Um, You guys can obviously follow the podcast. It's going to be uh, literally everywhere. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, you name it, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud. It'll be everywhere. So wherever you have access to, you can listen to the podcast. It will be called The Quality Podcast because it's the highest quality right? Highest quality podcast in the world. Okay. The best, the best of the best. Love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in until next week. Peace out to my quality crew. (laughs) Oh guys, the merch quality merch is going to be out so soon. I'm so excited for you guys to see it because it's literally the coolest clothing you've ever seen in your life. And the design is cool. It is literally a brand. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep you guys posted. Okay. Love you guys. I'll see you in the next one. Later.